Welcome to Edwards Beyond the Test, a podcast that goes behind the scenes of the flight test mission at Edwards Air Force Base. I'm Dawn Waldman from the 412 Test Wing Public Affairs. Earlier this summer, the U.S. Air Force created a new position as part of a sweeping effort to improve privatized housing customer service and quality. That position is a housing resident advocate, which is part of the Civil Engineering Group. And we have one here at Edwards who has hit the ground running, leading the way with a full-time focus on the residents of Edwards Housing. It is my pleasure to introduce our guest, Mrs. Christina Roach. Hi, Christina. Thanks for taking the call today. Yeah, anytime. Thanks for having me. Well, Christina, this is a brand new job for you, but we have to say that you're not new to Edwards. Can you briefly tell us of your time here on base and how you came into this job? So my husband was active duty and we PCS to Edwards in April of 2012. Um, We remained there at Edwards until my husband retired in April of 2019. During our time there, I was a key spouse for the Security Forces Squadron from 2013-2016. And then in 2018, I received a job offer to be the 412th Mission Support Group Secretary. Uh, I worked up there for about a year, and then I was promoted and moved over to the Civilian Personnel Office as a Human Resource Staffer, and I did that in December of 2019. And then the Resident Advocate position was posted in March of 2019. And after reading the description, um, I just knew it sounded like something that I wanted to do. So I went ahead and applied for it not really thinking that I would get it, but just went ahead and tried anyways, and here we are now. Well, congratulations to you. You know, you're very familiar with Edwards, and you've been on both sides of the fence as a spouse living in base housing, and now as the Edwards Housing Resident Advocate. That has to be a plus that you bring into the job. I I would like to think so, yeah. Um, Being both sides definitely gives me an advantage to help out in the military community. I have lived in two of the seven neighborhoods uh, that we have on base, and I've been in many of the homes in the neighborhood, so I'm familiar with their layouts and what they look like. I know what it's like to PCS to a new location and have to deal with the housing offices on both sides, the privatized owner and when um, it was government-owned. I've also dealt with the military housing office when um, I was a military spouse. So I'm familiar with the base, its amenities, and the community that, you know, feel that you have on base with everybody around you. And I've also experienced firsthand the, you know, the work order process with Corvius, um, the issues that may come up with the homes, the landscaping concerns, and other various housing items. So I believe all of that really helps me with advocating for our military families because I've been there and I know what they're going through. Excellent. So Christina, let's talk more about your job. Tell us, what are your areas of responsibility? So as the resident advocate position came about, um, the reason it came about was some, there were some lawsuits that had been going on across the board with how military families were being treated by privatized owners, not necessarily Corvius as there's, you know, several other privatized owners out there um, and the conditions that they were subject to living in across the various military branches. It was decided that they need to create a position that was not employed by the privatized owner or the military housing office uh, and works for the families that reside on base to help resolve problems that were otherwise not being taken care of properly. These issues could be anything from yard maintenance issues to life, health and safety concerns. And um, I'm also responsible for running the resident council, partnering with uh, base resources to improve the quality life on base and I have a direct line of contact 
and the advisor for General um, Heiger and Colonel Gordon when it comes to housing-related issues. Well, Corvius is is the owner of our housing on Edwards. Can you tell us what your relationship is with uh, Corvius? So the I have a good working relationship with the MHO and the PO, which the PO would be Corvius. Um, we strive to work together to solve any resident concerns and issues. Um, I don't work for Corvius or the housing office. I work with them. So it's definitely important that people know that. I work for the test wing and I report to Colonel Gordon. So um, we do have a, a good collaborative relationship and we do what we can to work together. Um, and the off chance something happens and we can't get things figured out, then that's when I, I go up the, the ladder to a little bit higher authority and see what we can do. Well, Christina, since this is a very new position within the Air Force, does that mean that you and the others like you are sort of developing what works and doesn't work? Are you contributing to a master co- continuity plan, so to speak? Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it's been a fun and exciting new adventure for all of us. Um, because this is a new position, there are no written guidelines as to how to run this position and no continuity books. So with other positions that have already been created, you kind of have something to look back on or somebody training you. With that, we don't have that. <laughs> with this mm-hmm. job, we don't have that. So we do have a great group of RAs across the Air Force, and we all collaborate together by sharing ideas, experiences, concerns. Um, we're diverse group with a lot of different backgrounds so we share our experiences to see what works with this position and what doesn't up to this point um, I've created an RA Facebook page um, and an app which can be found within the Edwards Air Force Base app Um, and it's definitely a learning process for everyone and so far has been a great experience. Well here at Edwards you're only responsible for base housing not the dorms and with that said can you tell us how many families are currently living in our base housing? Yeah, so correct. The, the dorms are run by the, um, are fall under the MHO. So there are over 700 homes here at Edwards. On average, the homes are usually around 98% full. Um, however, due to COVID-19 and the loss of a couple of squadrons later, um, late last year, the number has fallen a bit, but appears to be back on the rise, still sticking within the mid 90s. Uh, as with the family, with the military and families come and go, so that number is consistently changing. But for the most part, we do keep the houses pretty full. Well, I have to say the housing on Edwards and all the amenities are just awesome. You know, compared when I first arrived on base many, many years back, base housing has really improved to include the addition of the Mojave Sky Community Center and other areas for playing and recreation. Do you know if there's more plans to increase housing in other areas on the base? So when I first arrived in 2012, housing was still operated by the government. It wasn't until about a year later in 2013 that Corvia signed the 50-year contract and started to transition everything over to a privatized owner. The original transition was slow, um, as it is a huge undertaking, but to see what it was then and what it is now is a major improvement. In 2012, there wasn't a community center Uh, The area where the community park is was just an open field. Neighborhood playgrounds were small and had old equipment, and and the list just goes on. So Corvius has made major improvements to this community, and they are always looking to improve upon what is already there. They are always open to suggestions, and they do listen when people make suggestions. Sometimes they can make those happen, and sometimes they can't. When it comes to increasing housing, our Edwards leadership is always looking to improve the housing, and on-base environment for our members. It's Brigadier General Heiger's sincere wish to make the 93523 neighborhood the best in the Air Force. 
Understanding the desire of many airmen to reside on base, he has asked the MHO to work with AFSEC and um, SAFIE to explore options for additional housing, whether it be apartments or homes. So that is something that they're looking at, but there's nothing set in stone right now. Well, something else you mentioned earlier, you've reestablished for the residents is the actual residence council that you lead. Tell us about that. So the resident council consists of the chair, which is General Tiger or Colonel Gordon in his absence, um, the RA myself, and two uh, housing residents from each neighborhood, which makes 14 residents and various advisors like the security forces commander, um, the CEG, first sergeant's council rep, um, environmental, whoever we can get on there. The council meets monthly. We had our first meeting back on August 24th and it went really well. Our next meeting will actually be happening tomorrow, September 23rd. So we discuss various housing related items such as issues and concerns, suggestions, um, events that are held by Corvius and use it just kind of as a general forum for open discussion. Neighborhood representatives are our front line to talk to the residents and bring any comments they hear to the council meetings or if it's something that they feel is pressing and needs immediate attention, they have an open invitation to come to me right away. Once the meetings have been approved, the, they are posted, the, the minutes are posted to the RA Facebook page and I'm also looking at working on other areas and places that they can be posted so they're accessible by more people. Well, Christina, as we continue to respect social distancing and quarantine situations amid COVID, we have Halloween and the big holiday season all coming up. Are you aware of any special events that might be happening in order to keep the celebrations available to our base families? So I can't speak specifically for Corvius, but I can say that they have some fun events planned for the next several months. So keep an eye out for those announcements. Um, Myself, along with the MHO Chief Melody Couch, are planning a large-scale trunk-or-treat event for base residents and civilian employees. We are still working on this and collaborating with various organizations around base. But I can say it will be a big event and will take place on Halloween Day. So more to come on that. And additionally, I've heard that um, FSS is working on some events as well to help families celebrate. You know, Christina, it isn't very often that someone gets the opportunity to be the first person to hold a brand new position and help develop that role. That has to be pretty exciting for you. It is. It's it's a brand new slate. (laughs) Um, And all the RAs across the board are creating this position and molding it for the next person in line, wherever, whenever that may be. You want to be sure that you are creating a solid foundation to work from. And it's important to justify this new position and show the Air Force that it's needed. Well, Christina, before I let you go, I have to ask, what does it mean to you to be here at Edwards and working at the center of the aerospace testing universe? It's truly a privilege to be able to work here, and I never take that for granted. If you need to reach the office of the Edwards Housing Resident Advocate, just call 661-275-6319. Many thanks to today's guest, Mrs. Christina Roach, for taking time out to share her story and taking us beyond the test. Thanks to all for joining us. I'm Dawn Waldman for Edwards Beyond the Test.